Okay, let me let me cut this down. Nick, you shit. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Southbury Seven Hundred Six, Wapalox Record Executive. This is KTSC Av. Uh, we are a double gated community talking life, culture, music, racism, sports, amongst other things. We're always thankful for your support. Subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, five star shit. What's good, y'all? Man, just trying to trying to stay safe out here, trying to stay wholesome and holy, and straight uh, up, all that. I respect that. Hashtag wholesome game. Just savage was good. Yeah, everything's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> this man said everything is good. God, God bless. Okay, I respect that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get this leak out for the Twitter, the Twitter folks. See if somebody come in here and get flamed up. All right. <clears throat> Anywho, so the the big thing that happened this week that. Uh, we talked about last week. This is episode 11. I keep forgetting to do that. I don't even know why I numbered the episodes. We refuse to acknowledge what episode we're on. But uh, last week on episode 10, me and Marcus did a... Uh, we didn't even do the battle, but we kind of explained to people who didn't believe us why this 2 chains Rick Ross versus was a clown show. Um, and as we saw the battle unfold, chains, he didn't have enough uh, rounds in the chamber. It, it, it wasn't there. Ross took it super easy on him. Super easy. Like, I don't think Ross got into any of his DJ Khaled bags. He didn't play Maybach music. And honestly, I would attack 2 chains. like I said, just being petty. I'd have played every Jay-Z feature I had in the tuck. I don't even care if the shit sequenced well or not. I'm like, yep, another one. Another one. Take that. I might, I might lose the verses, but I'm, I'm definitely going to hurt your feelings. And also was a rap for chains when we brought out strippers because that's that's kind of the many fresh route. You're doing skits, you know, everything to take away from the fact that you don't have enough music to compete with the likes of the uh, Ricky Rose. But I, I think it was a cool battle. But like, well, I didn't see like uh, I'm so hood trend. I'm like, damn, he really didn't play I'm so hood. Like that shit kind of ride it. But you know, where, where are they doing these at? Like, because it seems like they're doing it in the same studio. Is this? Is this like a neutral location, or are these different studios? Or uh, I'm not like the DMX and Snoop one. They were together. Is it was that the same studio that Two Chains and Ross used? Possibly, because I know Versus has kind of got a hold of it, like and made it really commercialized. Because before the battles would be like on the individual's Instagram page, and now it's like on the official Versus Instagram yeah. page where you have to watch the battle. So. It might be in a, yeah, they, they really jumped the shark with this shit, but I mean, it is what it is. Collect your bags, get your streams up, but I mean, uh, shout out to the Ox DJ, check out the playlist. It's lit. I watched the, uh, I watched the Rick Ross interview he did the next day on Hot 97 and they asked him about that. They were like, you know, you left, you kind of left a little bit on the table. Why didn't you play this or this or whatever? And Rick Ross essentially said like, He's willing to do it again because he said he's got 20 more. So he will do this again and not play those other songs that he already played. He said he's got 20 more. That's that's why he didn't play. He said he didn't play a lot of his Jay-Z features. He didn't play any of the Maybach music songs. Like he said he's willing to do it again if they ask him, which is crazy. 
and he could probably still do it. Yeah, like I said, the list that I tried to compile that I was being generous with Rick Ross, I had 34 songs. And that's and I only have one Maybach music on here. And I have 34 songs. So <clears throat> I was like, all right, man, like, I don't know. It, it seemed like he was a bit disinterested from the videos. Like, it didn't really look like they were vibing too well. I don't know if they got beef or something like that. Or maybe they weren't trying to catch the wrong with all the people in there. But, I mean. It definitely had its moments, like Rick Ross getting a full body massage was a very popular clip or meme that's going around. Uh, I was mad confused. I I was mad confused. I'm like, all right, bro, like you just gonna have your titties out, you know what I'm saying? Just (laughs) getting a massage, but I mean, I respect that the man is living that luxurious lifestyle, you know. I'd like to get a massage, you know, but you know, I'm broke, so I can't, I can't live that lifestyle, but you know. But I think overall it was a pretty pretty cool battle. You can't can't complain. But yeah, Rick Ross definitely definitely has a lot in the tuck. Definitely has a lot in the tuck. I think the idea of it being uh, commercialized is is going to really show its face on this on whatever the next one is because uh, like uh, Triples was saying last week, like there's been like Keisha Cole has asked to do this and they haven't done it, and uh, I think. Rakim and Rakim challenged Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. I don't think that's gonna happen. That should be the lowest viewed versus Ain't of all more, time. Like, and I'm not saying them dudes is trash, but those guys are from a different time. A lot of the songs are gonna play. People, the people that are checking in on these Instagram lives are not the same people that grew up on Big Daddy Kane and Rakim. So ain't no one trying to check for that. No disrespect to those two, but this is not Charles Lane. This is for. Like, I don't want to say like timeless artists, but even like, you know, Teddy Riley and Babyface, they're on a different plateau when it comes to music. Like, everybody kind of grew up on that, but everybody didn't list, listen to Rock Him like that or Big Daddy Kane because they weren't as popular as uh, like Snoop Dogg. Well, they were popular in their time. I kind of feel like they were popular in New York. 70s yeah. or late 60s. In New York. Or Baby to kind of. Appreciate them because, like, with us, we're <clears throat> all you know, mid to late 80s, and it's like when those two artists were popping, the millennials we were still like very much kids. So, unless your father or mother was deeply into it, you probably didn't get any of it because you know, we wouldn't be able to remember music outside of probably like 93 94 is probably when we'll start really recognizing certain music, but. I definitely, I hope they don't do it because I just think it's going to be a, a real clusterfuck. You're going to have two older guys that probably don't know very much about technology. I mean, if they have a DJ or a live band, it may be okay, but I wouldn't do it. Um, just speaking on the Ross and Two Chains battle, um, I liked it. Like, I know some people on my timeline were like, "Oh, it's the worst battle ever," and stuff like that. And some people were complaining because 2 Chains was pulling out mixtape stuff. But, I mean, he literally had to give it all he got. You know what I'm saying? Any hit you got, you need to play it because Rick Ross wasn't playing around. A lot of people, they'll, like, put, like, mid-tier stuff in the beginning. Both of them, they came up with heat early. And, unfortunately, 2 Chains just couldn't keep up. But it was still a very solid battle. I actually like the format of the last few battles where it's like two people are in the same room and they're kind of chilling together and just enjoying the music instead of 
the prior battles where it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really care for you that much, and I'm gonna send shots, and it's a battle. Like I like the celebration of music a little bit better. Yeah, I I prefer if they uh, spent more time uh, talking about like I, I don't know if they did or not because I actually didn't watch it, but uh, was, he was giving you like the backdrop. Okay, yeah, but I think that's what that's what people actually want to see. They want to hear like how the song came together. You know what your mindset was when you wrote the verse and things of that nature like actually going song for song seeing who act because like we said before we can we know what songs two chains has we know what songs rick ross has we know what songs mm-hmm. max all these guys we know what songs they got we know who's got the better songs like it's not a, a miss there hasn't been one battle where we're like yo i don't know who's gonna win this everyone has been pretty cut and dry pretty clear on who wins. Mm, I mean, maybe the uh, baby face one was, well, I think because of technical difficulties that one went off the rails, but I think people thought that was pretty close. Yeah, Teddy Riley was going way too much, but... Yeah, so... But yeah, if if you haven't checked that out, you can watch it on Apple Music. You can uh, probably watch it on YouTube. And definitely get the uh, playlist from the Oxyge. Definitely follow her, support the uh, playlist. So I, I want to get into the reason we're really here because uh, not not very often these days in uh, hip hop are there these kind of I guess events I guess we can talk about that happen in the landscape. Uh, it's long gone to the days where you have like mega remixes or East Coast remix or West Coast remix with all your favorite rappers or artists on the same track or some of the most popular, the biggest artists. But this week or this weekend, we, we received and we were, we were blessed uh, with some music from uh, somebody's favorite artist, uh, Cardi B, a.k.a. a coronavirus uh, non-believer and uh, Megan Thee Stallion. So they dropped the track called WAP. Uh, WAP is an acronym and apparently also is an onomatopoeia. Um, and it, it stirred up a lot of a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, a lot of comments on the timeline. Um, as a wholesome save king, I have not watched the video yet because I don't I don't you know, I can't view those things in that light, in that context. They come out with an edited version where they have on like jeans and long sleeve t-shirts, then I might peep it, but my, my Christian holy eyes cannot participate in such, uh, you know, visual, almost pornography from what I've heard. But I did listen to the clean version of the song, and I, I was, uh, I was, I, I don't even know what to say. So I, I need y'all guys' take. What did you think about it? Was it hot or not? Is it going to be the song of the, whatever we have left of the summer, the Rona summer? <laughs> Like what? What is what is what? What is y'all's thoughts on WAP? First of all, can somebody explain what WAP means? Because I, as a, a God fearing Christian brother, thought it meant worship and praise, but I was told that it meant some other things. So I, I would like y'all to break it down for me, please. Then I thought it meant wings and pizza. Is that not what it means? I mean, I think that's what Domino said it meant allegedly on Twitter, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. E- either way, I. I think the song is uh, really good. I think it's going to be the number one song come, I guess, Monday or Tuesday, whenever Billboard uh, puts out that information. I mean, 
you you have the hot the hottest rapper of the last two years featured on your song. She's literally the last the last two years. She's pretty much been going around the rap game like collecting infinity stones. Like she's got songs with the baby. She's got songs with uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Uh, now she's got a song with uh, Cardi B. So a lot of people are saying that she's going to be the one to bring Rihanna out of retirement. So Megan Thee Stallion has been kind of running rap the last two years. So this is a good this is a good look for her. I think she boosted the song up a bit. I think this was this was this was this this helped out Cardi B more than Megan Thee Stallion. I think. I agree one hundred percent. For me, <clears throat> you know, with the song, I actually gained a newfound respect for Megan Thee Stallion. Like, right now, she has the Midas touch. Like, anything she hops on is gold. Like, she can rap. She has charisma. She obviously has some yams, too, because that video, woo, with that split, my God. Um, but it's not about that. Just from a technical standpoint, she's a, she's a hell of a rapper, a hell of an artist. And some people, they don't have the it factor, and she definitely does. Um, with the song, the one thing I don't get is, like, all the tweets where people are like, oh, this is going to ruin kids' lives and all that. And it's like, people have been making these type of songs for years now. Ever since rap and R&B was invented like there was and i don't know the woman's name oh i I got that the filthy song from the 30s oh hold up hold up i got it right here hold up yeah like big broad age and i can fuck in his name with real good players talking about fucking talking about grinding baby all night long and i can do it do you honey until the cow come home. Hmm. Last verse is disgusting. If you suck my pussy, baby, I'll suck your dick. I'll okay, let me, let me cut this down. Until I make you shit. <laughs> <laughs> baby, no. honey, do it all night long. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, this is from 1935. I didn't even know they knew what that stuff was back then. Like, I thought I thought eating eating poopang and sucking the slanglang or dangalang. I thought that came out like in the eighties. I didn't know they were doing this type of activities in Sorry. the thirties. So, if you if you suck my dick and on myself, I'm calling the FBI because that's a hate crime. That's a hate crime. Don't do that to me. I'm a grown ass man. You can't have me. Am I so put an erection? Come on, man. That's terrible. Oh, oh, God. That shit ain't even slapped, though, but come on, bro. That's, that's disgusting. I mean, I can imagine sitting in a in, in the, the jukebox club, you know, and smoking a cigarette and drinking some old bootleg moonshine and having a good old time to that. But like I said, th- this type of language and stuff like that has been going on for so long. There's so many people that are hating, saying how you know, this is going to ruin kids' lives and stuff like that. It's like, no, it's not. Like, well, the song is kind of vulgar, like, because she clearly says wet ass pussy quite a few times. And it was like, when I first cut it on, I was like, whoa, you know, this is, yeah, this is, this is spicy. But people well, love it. 
Um, but one thing that I wish that these artists would do, looking at this formula, looking at what's that other song, the classy bougie ratchet or something? Savage. Savage. When you see these like big duo songs, I think America and the world we're craving for a swagger like us with all women. Uh, ladies night again with the new age women like like I would actually be kind of hype to see get all the mainstream girls on one track and let's do this like whether you get the city girls with them or you know you want to get some R&B chicks on it I just think that we're, we're ready for it like because that that savage song that was tight too like and this song you know is pretty good too but it is what it is well, we'll come back to that point, but like you were saying, there are a lot of people uh, really apparently offended. So you have a former congressional candidate, Deanna Lorraine. She tweeted out that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just set the entire female gender back 100 years with their disgusting and vile WAP song. All right. And then she said, remember Bernie Sanders campaign with Cardi B, Kamala Harris called her her role model. The Democrats support this trash and depravity. Okay. And then the one that I found that was extremely hilarious is that an active uh, Republican U.S. House candidate in California, James P. Bradley. Now, listen to listen to what he said. He said Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and without a strong father figure. Their new song, The WAP, which I heard accidentally May you want to pour holy water in my ears, and I feel sorry for future girls if this is their role model. Yes. Oh, so, well, I don't know in what world, like how it's in 20. First of all, this song, they're clearly not ever going to be able to play on the radio, first and foremost. It's 2020. There's no way that you accidentally hear something you did not want to hear. It's not like you're just walking down the street, and especially probably where he lives at, I feel like his neighborhood is not bumping whap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like his Twitter feed doesn't have people adding him to listen to WAP. Like, dog, stop using rap and hip hop for clout, dog. Nobody likes you. Nobody's going to vote for you. You're a loser. And you probably have like sex parties and orgies and you're complaining about WAP. <laughs> like, we can't act like we can't act like WAP is so vile and these people are role models when 45 is clearly paying off porn stars, banging hookers. He might be a pedophile, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're talking about a rap song about about sex. It's natural. When when you know, when two people, two married people, um, decide that they want to show each other how much they love each other, you know, things get hard and things get slippery. It is what it is. Like it's something's it's, something's, it's six. something's not adding up to me, man. Something's not adding up because like you said. If you turn on your, if you click on Apple Music or Tidal or Spotify or anything like that, it doesn't automatically just play the newest song. Uh, if you turn on the radio, they're not going to play this song because it's, like you said, it's very explicit. So they're not playing this on the radio. If you plug in your iPod or your uh, your uh, phone, your 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 phone isn't going to automatically play this song. Like. And if you if you have like uh, XM radio where they play uncensored music, if your station is on a station that plays rap music, then you're used to hearing this type of stuff. So, how do you accidentally hear this song? Like, 
the first five seconds they're saying there's some hoes in this house. At that point, you should have been turned at all if you're that affected. So how did you, you listen to this three minute song? You went through the whole thing on accident? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you're using the correct hashtag. You're acting the right people, you know? And like a, a song, there was a song called Pussy Talk that came out earlier this year. Y'all didn't have a problem with that? Y'all didn't see that? Like the City Girls put that out. They had her, the City Girls and Doja Cat were on a song called Pussy Talk. They had a video too for that song. Same, pretty much the same concept. I ain't hear no one getting outraged by that. I didn't hear nobody being all up in arms. I didn't hear, I didn't see any politicians tweeting about that. What's really going on here? I got questions. Yeah, there's another, and it's all Republicans that are doing this. Uh, Irene Airman Dariz Jackson, she says, as a Christian, I found I find that WAP song by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. It's crazy. They're even spelling V like T-H-E-E. You know, so they're, they're really they're taking the time. It's almost like someone sent them the tweet to be like, hey, bro, tweet this out. The check's going to be in the mail. Okay. To be incredibly offensive and disgusting. We should not degrade ourselves in that matter and on the world stage nonetheless. I encourage parents not to let these type of songs be an earshot of their kids. It's just, like like you said, it's just crazy. Like, shit, this is not new. Like, I don't know if it's because it's women that people are, like, losing their minds over, but, like... Snoop Dogg has a song called There Ain't No Fun that came out a while ago, and it is probably as nasty as this song. And that was probably 20, maybe 30 years ago. So this isn't the first nasty song that's come out. Like, And I put that on Twitter. This year. Yeah. And I was trying to think. I, I think it's because it's women and we have this idea that women are not opposed to enjoy sex or be empowered um, in their own sexuality. It's just like, hey, you're pretty much for us, uh, for the use of enjoyment of men and to be mothers and cook and clean and stuff like that. Pretty much, you know, that future misogyny shit. But that's that's not true. Women women are out here. They're enjoying their lives. They're living their lives. Now, what I would say is that I can't think of the equivalent song of a male like talking about uh, his dick like that. Excuse my French. The the prayer group will talk about this later. We'll excuse that. I just can't think of the equivalent. But there are like extremely vulgar, nasty male rap songs. I don't know if they popped like this. If that makes sense. I think the video also helps it get a little bit of pool. But like, I don't think you'd ever have like a video of dudes like just swinging their meat around or whatever. Like I don't know. Like if that makes sense. There's there's no like there's no equivalent example of this, but. It it is what it is. I can probably go through my phone and find like ten way nastier songs if I really tried. But I, I think, th- this I think is the, the one that bothers people. I think the people that are like you know saying that women should not feel empowered by this type of music and you know being sexually exploited or whatnot are probably the same type of people who don't enjoy sex. They probably have bad sex a lot of the time. So when they hear about other people talking about enjoying sex and liking sex. They're just like, that's not that's not true. Like, I hate sex. My husband comes in and, you know, puts it in and three minutes later he's done. And I'm like, you know, just chilling. Like, I'm, I'm not enjoying this. So how are you enjoying it? Y'all are doing all this other extracurricular activities. And uh, it just seems like a lot of people are hating. And I, 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 re- I went on a blocking spree the other day 
all these dudes that got problems with this song. What is y'all's problem? Isn't this what you want? We don't y'all y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like listening to women rap about sex or talk about having sex. None of this stuff is appealing to you as a man, as a straight man. You don't like this. You don't like the video because it's what? Like what are we? What I'm blanking everybody. If you want to talk about well, like oh the lyrics ain't hitting, the beats not hitting, the song structure isn't hitting, I'll give you that. But if you're just saying like, yo, I'm tired of these female rappers rapping about their pussy, dog, Pusha T is 40 plus years old with braids still rapping about selling dope. Like, and he does it at a high level. But let's be honest, he's rapping about the same thing. So like, what is y'all's problem? I mean, a lot of it is <clears throat> a lot of it is getting these retweets off. This one dude, Meek Will at one, one exquisite soul, he tweeted out uh, this wet wet <clears throat> this wet video really shows how you chicks be fetishizing these rapper chicks that shake and twerk because it ain't about the bars because Rhapsody be giving out bars left and right. Oh, God. I don't see no love and support for her <clears throat> on the level of stripper rap chicks and the homie. Uh, uh shit he changed his name cheese sandwich ryan from uh don't call us a podcast he said rhapsody is good and deserves your time but please stop using her to downplay another artist especially when you see black women having fun so i i think there's a little there's a little bit of a point to that but i mean i maybe it's a place and time type thing but like it, it is hard in the space with anything talking about women and you know, juxtaposing them with men in their, I guess, areas of expertise, right? So like we we briefly talked about in the end of last week's episode, if you have listened to it, check it out, about the the people disrespecting the WNBA. Like, <clears throat> it, it's hard in, in the space with women to kind of be critical without automatically being labeled like a hater or you're misogynist or you're sexist, right? Like, I honestly would love to see Flo Millie on a remix of this song if only to put her out in front of the masses for people to be like, yo, this, this 19 year old, 20 year old can really spit. And she has charisma. And in my head, that only helps the, the growth of women, female artists and female rappers. Like I, I would love to see her get on the big stage and have the opportunity with two of the biggest popular female artists. And like, a, like Adolphus was saying, like, I, I would love to see a mega mix, like get every hot or even up and coming female rapper or artist on the same track and get them exposure. Like if they want to take over the game, do it. We're in a we're in a pandemic. It's it's not like back in the early 90s, 2000s, where you had to physically travel to the studio, send the beat over, record, record a verse. Hey, if it's not hot, send it back. We They can make this happen. I would love to see it. And I'm curious what happens behind the scenes. Where, where this is not happening with the with these artists getting together. I know it's not a thing these days where they where even with the male artists they don't do that, but I, I would love to see that happen. And again, it's I think we can't use kids' gloves when we're talking about female artists because I talk about male rappers on how like, hey, this dude sucks, his bars trash. Like I think to me, I well not even to me, I I believe that Flo Millie is a better rapper than Cardi B. I think she's probably a better rapper than Mega Stallion as well. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Body of work. I mean, it, well, let's not do that. My thing is just to go back on what you said about Rhapsody. The last time we talked about Rhapsody, the last time anybody on Twitter talked about Rhapsody was when Jermaine Dupri was talking about he was tired of 
uh, stripper rap. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Rhapsody was a top trending topic about like, well, we need more women rappers like Rhapsody that are rap about substance and uh, have, you know, lyrics and are, you know, have bars and stuff like that. And you know what happened? She dropped an album and nobody listened to it. That shit didn't even get in the top 25. No, and this is coming from someone that at that listened to her album and went to see her on tour this, this earlier this year. Like I've seen, like I, I'm a Rhapsody supporter, but that album did nothing. Didn't didn't chart anywhere. Like I, I got to the point where I thought I'm thinking she might get dropped from her label, dead ass. Like I don't know if you can justify having her on the label based on the numbers that she does because her numbers are terrible. Her YouTube numbers are terrible. Her streaming numbers are terrible. And now that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have put out another, you know, sexually charged, super explicit song. Now people are talking about, oh, we need more women like Rhapsody. No, we no, you you say that, but you don't want it. Y'all, y'all prove every every six months, y'all prove y'all don't care about what Rhapsody is doing. You don't care because if you did, she she'd she'd be an average selling rapper. She's below average when it comes to any type of measurable metrics when it comes to sales, streams, charts. Platinum record. One thing that has always been proven is sex sales. It's this it is what it is. Like sex sales in rap, drugs, and balling out of control. Like even if you want to take it to the male rap, like there there are guys that will give you bars. Who's listening to them? Nobody. I mean, actually. I actually, I'm glad you recommended her last CD to me because I listened to it and now I'm a fan of her. Like she can really spit. Like not she not saying she can spit for a woman or man yeah. or whatever. She can actually spit. She has good bars, but if Rhapsody ain't out here showing her ass and shaking her ass, nobody cares. Like that's just how it is, and that's the society that we live in. Like. Your Cardi B's will always outsell your Rhapsodies. I I understand that, and I understand the whole, like, you know, for women, you do have to be sexual. You do have to show a little bit of skin to kind of get, you know, some type of popularity. But we're talking about Rhapsody, uh, uh, a rapper who has been on songs with Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and out-rapped them both, and you can't even sell, like, you can't do average numbers? But see, then my point to that is, and it's the same with, and I know we'll get into WNBA one day, but the women need to step up and support it. Like, that's who needs to support it. They they need to support their own stuff. Like, I disagree with that. Rely. Disagree with that. She's making rap for, I mean, it, you, it's more relatable to a woman the same way, like with Eminem, he's more relatable to white people, and white people support him. You have to have women to support your art. Women, they're gonna support their ass off for JT and and the City Girls and and all that. Why are you not supporting Rhapsody? I, th- I think it's on. I think it's on everybody. I don't think it should just be on women to uh, propel Rhapsody to a higher level because. For the most part, hip hop still is a majority like male dominated. As far as like the fans of rap music, for the most, it, it's the the 
the numbers are shifting more, like it's becoming more even, but for the most part, it's mostly guys that are listening to it. And I mean, we can go all, all day about the things that Rhapsody could do to kind of help her image and help her get uh, more notoriety. I think she needs to do more features. Like she doesn't really do a lot of features. You know, the features that she does do, they're with, you know, big name artists, but like she, she put, she was on like a compilation album with Ninth Wonder and a bunch of his artists and that shit was like three hours long and she had like two songs on there. I was like, no one's trying to hear that, dog. Like, that's, I don't know. I, I, but I just think, I think if, if, if more men were out here tweeting like, hey, yo, Rhapsody can spit, Rhapsody can spit and listen to her, not on some like, oh, Rhapsody can spit, you know, better than the City Girls trash, like not on, not on something like that, but just in general, just talk about her music. I think more people will gravitate it. Like, for the most part, as a guy, if you see a woman tweeting about another woman rapper, you're not, you're just gonna be like, oh, that's not for me. But as a, if, if you see a man listening to it, you're more likely to listen to them. Well, I, I think, and I think that plays into what we were talking about last week, as far as like people not being able to name more than like ten rappers that don't include like Jay Z, Kanye West, J Cole, DMX, those type of cats. Because people really out here faking the funk, saying they're really like, hey, I'm about this hip-hop life. Like, you can't sit here and tell me you listen to hip-hop and rap and not be able to say, hey, you know, Rhapsody, she needs to be up here with these guys. Like, you're, you're essentially telling on yourself. But I, I do agree with that point. We do need to have, you know, men tweet about women rappers more, get the, the top names to do it more. And real quick, I'm going to call out Jif Queen. And, you know what, I might call out Tribbles, too. I, I think she's more knowledgeable, but specific Jif Queen to try to come at me when I was tweeting about something, trying to say that I don't respect or listen to women rappers. And I'm like, bruh, I clearly have done, like, I, I added them with two podcasts that I've done. Tribbles was on one of these podcasts, specifically talking about female rappers you used to listen to. Tweeting that as my tag on my Twitter page was a Flo Millie verse. <laughs> And I've asked Jif multiple times, has she checked out Flo Millie? And she's like, oh, I don't know who she is. But I don't support women rappers? Like, come on, man. Get out of my face with that. Don't ever disrespect me. Just because I don't respect the one person that tweets about the coronavirus being a hoax. And, you know, she posts wild stuff. That That's different. I have a personal vendetta against that specific person. But with that being said, I, I've said positive things about her album. But I think an idea that should come to fruition. I think I said that word wrong, but whatever. Uh, that could be done to get women rappers more attention besides doing like, hey, getting together themselves and doing like their own collaborative efforts is that, you know, I'm probably at Swiss Beats in this. Do a versus men versus women, like maybe make a, an, an album or a small project where you have like men and women going back and forth bar for bar. That could really put their names out a lot. Like, hey, get get the top guys out here. I think they I think that'd be kind of cool. I think that could bring some notoriety to these people. And again, if you haven't listened to the Young Baby tapes, the Dreezies, the Flo Millies, the, uh, I didn't like, uh, I can't remember one lady's name. I don't really like her music because she was straight. Um, but there's plenty of options. Missy Elliott, if you haven't gone back and listened to her discography, which I haven't yet, but it's on my list. I feel like you can't really be a true hip hop connoisseur if you're not including everybody who's involved in the in the game. So again, you can listen to Dreezy, Flo Millie, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Dreezy, this is a, this is a Young Baby time. T. This is a different time for female rappers at this point. And it's been like that for probably the last, I guess, three three years. 
like it's to the point where you can you have to think about like all the female rappers that are out there like before it was always just two relevant female rappers like there's always just two it's like Lil Kim and Foxy Brown or Trina and Shauna or, or Nicki Minaj Lil Kim like it was always just two and for a while it was just one now it's like is Cardi B a top five female rapper no she's not and it's to the point where you can actually look at that and be like is she even a top 10 one because there's that many more and there are that many more uh talented uh female rappers and i think i think they should take that versus idea and and kind of um like there's i i'm not i'm not the biggest like lil kim fan like i listen to her music i like her music but if they're doing a versus with Nicki minaj it shouldn't be with lil kim because i don't think lil kim is can hang with Nicki minaj like that when it comes to like going for going with 20 hits so you need to have Nicki Minaj, the face of dude that's been in the game for a while. I didn't hear what was that. She if if it's gonna be Nicki Minaj, she needs to face a dude that's been in the game for a while. Exactly. Like if they were doing friendly, then maybe Nicki versus Wayne, Nicki versus Drake, somebody on that level. I just feel like with Kim or Foxy Brown or even like a Missy Elliott, like Nicki has way more hits than them. But exactly. I mean that that would be cool, like to have a versus male versus female to bring everybody out and it could do a lot of good when when it comes to your statement about cardi b like being a top rapper i mean as far as like a wordsmith no she's not but as far as like just an artist in general she she's top five like currently because she had a mega huge album and i mean she's still able to kind of live off of that for a minute so you know she she's I, I would give her kudos as being one of the top female artists, even though she doesn't have the top bars, but just strictly off of just star power. Like even though some people on this podcast are not fans of hers, like if she touches something, it's still red hot. Like it's all over Twitter. Like even the people that hate on Kanye West. This is different. This is even different. The people that hate on Kanye West. Whatever he does is, it's gonna get attention. I mean, he could take a shit in the yard and it'd be all over Twitter. Like, well, uh, that okay. So who? Okay, so she's not the. She does have the presence. She's very marketable. She has star power. Like, what would be her male equivalent? Like, who would who would the male equivalent to Cardi B be? Because again, she's not the greatest rapper. But she does put together a a good product, if that makes sense. She's marketable. She's been on TV. She has charisma. She has personality. But she's she's not like you know your lyrical miracle type rapper. As we'll we'll get into that as we break down the lyrics next. Uh, I would off the top of my head, it's uh, Takashi Six Nine. Ooh. It, hmm. Minus all minus all like the the jail and pretty like if you take all that stuff away, coming up like whatever he did went number one. He's not the best rapper, but his songs are fun, rap, uh, poppy kind of songs, I guess. Like that's a good he is somewhat gang affiliated, and, and that's just all I could think of, like right now. Like because yeah, it would have to be somebody that only has like one or two albums. Yeah, someone that's and he's still new in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that, he would make sense. Well, and, and that's an interesting to bring him up. So I sent a picture in the group chat, uh, a, a slight pivot. So your man's Takashi Six Nine <laughs> was out here. Doing meet and greets in the in the pandemic with the local New Yorkers, 
and according to Twitter, he wasn't going to survive more than five minutes out in the streets because he was a snitch and he was a rat. All that bullshit y'all was talking about on the Twitter, but you know, he's out here living his best life. And, and one thing that I would say is that there's a lot of capping going on the timeline about your man's Bobby Smurder, right? Like people, he went to jail. It's unfortunate, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But I see all these tweets like, oh, we got to support Bobby Smurder when he gets out because he didn't quote unquote snitch, right? So this one dude, uh, Slim Wild again, tweeted, oh, we held it down. We got to give him the red carpet when he comes home. 10x many views is 6 9 guy. And I responded, good luck with that. So regardless if you hate the 6 9 or not, you like his music or not, whatever, go to that man's YouTube page. Go look at the amount of views this dude has on his videos. His newest song, Trolls with Nicki Minaj, has 230 million views. He has a song called Gooba that has 504 million views. He has a song with Nicki Minaj. I don't know what the name is, but it has 904 million views. And you want to get 10x for that for Bobby Smurd? He'll be lucky if he gets 10 million views on anything he does. So stop lying. Stop capping. It's not going to happen, dog. Like his time is fast. Like maybe he'll have some, some pop in New York. Maybe the East Coast, but hey, that's it's ridiculous to think he's gonna have any type of shot like Takashi Six Nine. Like hate it or not, he's put up numbers. You said what? Like, Bobby Smurder isn't Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne went to jail. It's that's what I'm that. saying. Like he had like two hits. He had like two hits. Yeah, I already thought he was kind of fading anyway before he went to jail. Honestly, yeah, yeah man. it would be almost similar to like a little pump going to jail, like. Yeah, there's people be on Twitter just lying and saying anything, but anyways, that's kind of a sidetrack, but yeah, and also the homie, uh, my homie on Twitter, Gator Gray, he tried to he tried to discount my musical uh, acumen and, and taste because I said I like some Takashi 6 9 songs. I'm not saying Takashi 6 9 is a lyrical miracle guy, but when you're on the treadmill with the gym, if you throw some Takashi, it'll push you through. Like, the, the one song he got uh, with the Fetty Wap and uh, a boogie with the hoodie, that shit, that shit goes hard. I, I can't even lie. Like again, I, I I judge music on the Quincy the Quincy Jones scale. There's only good music and bad music. It's not bad, so it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like hate it or love it, the shit slaps. You, you but, also got to know what you're what you're getting. You got to have expectations for some of these artists. Like yeah. if you listen, if you listen to Cardi B expecting her to rap like Kendrick Lamar, you're gonna be disappointed. You got to know what she gives you. Like. I judge her based on what she is giving me and what I expect from her. I this WAP song, this is about on par what I expected from her. I didn't expect any like crazy bars or crazy flow patterns or anything like that. It's just a fun, nasty ass song. Like if you're expecting something different, then you, you you're you're not playing fair. If uh, you're not being honest about your your music critique, like even if you. Talk about like uh, if you talk about Kendrick Lamar, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna check out this next Kendrick Lamar album. I expect it to be some some bops on there. I expect it to be some jams on there. I expect to hear a lot of club records. You're being dis dishonest in judging what he does because you know he doesn't do that. That's not what he's known for. Well, well, the thing is with the dishonesty, I like to use that word specifically. And the reason that I will push back on some of it is because of dishonesty from her fans and her stands. 
like somebody today tweeted that she's the cleaner rap and nobody can even mess with her. It's not even close. I'm like, that's not true at all. It's not not true. It's one of those yeah. things like, oh, well, she went, she won a Grammy, her first album. She's the greatest female rapper. Bruh, no, man. Just because you like her and you adore her and she's your person doesn't mean she's a good rapper. And again, in this space with female rappers, female artists, and females in general, whenever you try to be critical, you're automatically looked at as like, oh, you're a hater, you hate women, you're misogynist. I was like, no, it's like I can listen to her rap. I can listen to another male. Like, I'm sure there's male rappers she's better than, but for a lot of her fans to come out here and say these things based on numbers, she's just this great rapper. It's just not true. So I feel it is fair to push back. And again, I understand what we're getting from Cardi B like yourself, but I'm not going to sit here and not challenge people to say that she's the greatest, the queen of rap right now. It's just not true. She's just the most popular. Yeah. And even that's, that's the, even, even that's going to be somewhat debatable these next, this next year, depending on whatever uh, Megan does. And if Nikki does something, um, but uh, yeah, like we, we, it's like people ignore that press song. People ignore the song that she had with Bruno Mars, who's at, who's also one of the top artists, top selling artists. Like nobody wants that song on their project. Like that song is just gone. Like nobody wants to claim it. It's like a, it's a redheaded stepchild that no one wants to adopt. It's just out there, and nobody wants it. Okay, so shout out to the homie. Doesn't miss. Shout out to the homie King Moses. He said Cardi B, his equivalent would be Future. Nah, man, Future yeah. got some. Future got some joints, man. Future got classic albums. Plural. Al- plural. Really? I think I'm going plural on that one. And well, if we're, if we're including mixtapes, yeah. All right. I think I mean, I, if I had to look at it, he probably does have classic albums. Yeah, I, I'll give him at least two. Okay, he said he was the queen of rap. I'm like, not Cardi B. I can tell you that. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion. She's been. She's like. I've been saying this for like the last couple of months. Like she has literally been running rap the last two years. She's been the hottest rapper outside of like the Drakes, and. Uh, uh, well, I think she's been hotter than J. Cole these last two years. Well, no, because he had that feature run, I think, last year. Yeah, he did. Or a year and a half. So outside of that, it's been – Megan Thee Stallion's been doing it kind of consistently with her multiple projects, and she's killed some features. Like, J. Cole doesn't have a song as big as, like, the Savage remix or Hot Girl Summer. Like, he doesn't have that. Well, was Hot Girl Summer really a big song? I thought that was – last two years. Okay, I thought Hot Girl Summer kind of flopped. Like, they kind of – they kind of didn't take advantage of that that whole movement on the internet with the hot girl summer things. Like, wasn't Ty Dollar Sign on that song, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it popped, especially with Ty Dollar Sign. He's usually money on anything he touches, but it's another discussion for another day. But let's get into these lyrics. That's that's what the, hey. that's what people want to hear. Let's get into the these bars. Lyrics. The bars. The, yes. Okay. So uh, we'll start with we'll start with Marcus. I got the lyrics up as well, but I want to see what Marcus thinks. So, of, of course, it starts out extremely explicit again to my <laughs> wholesome prayer warrior brothers. Please excuse the language that I'm about to use. Um, you know, I'm going to wash my mouth out with a bar of soap. You know, well, it is what it let, is. Let, let, let's get into this first part of, her, of uh, Cardi B's uh, first verse. All right. So, beat it up, nigga. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Now, did you catch what she did there? Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge, and then later she comes back and brings it all together with swipe your nose, swipe your nose like a credit card. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you charge a card, credit card. Like, come on, guys. Are we, are we awake now? Do you I mean, not see what she's doing? I, I guess her ghostwriter was putting in some work. I respect <laughs> that. Which, which one of the Migos wrote this verse? <laughs> you could tell the parts that she wrote. Cause they just, oh. all right. I so, thought that was a pretty good, I thought that was a good line. That was a good line. <laughs> okay. And I, I, there's, I've seen a lot of quotables. Like one of them I've seen is, uh, I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. I don't like how she does. I don't like how she said that line. I don't like how she said that. I don't. I don't All like right. thing where she like talks super loud and yell. Like I don't like, like that. Oh, the punk that big Mack truck. I don't like that. I don't like. What yeah, that. that's because uh... it, it already sounds like when she's rapping. Sometimes it sounds like her tongue is too big for her mouth. And it's like she has a hard time with the actual like enunciation of some of the words, and doing that just makes it a little bit harder. Yeah, and I think people like that, and I think people that, that catches people's attention, but it's it's not it's not really not really great. But hold on, let me let the people know what's going on. Um, and again, uh, let's see, like that whole that whole verse. At the end, make it cream, make me scream out in public, make a scene. I was like, okay, so like you said, with that other part above, you can see how it kind of there's some wordplay there. But this one is like rhyme cream with scream with scene clean. Like how many how many yeah, words can we rhyme with this? <laughs> yeah, man, like it, extremely basic, but you know, it is what it is. She got a point across. Uh, this is one point and uh, one bar that got a lot of the the men folks. Uh, I don't know if these are hotep men folk or like lames guys that don't get any panty drawers. But she said, "I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring." Oof, yeah, that's a that's a that's a shot. That was that, that was uh, that that offended some people. It offended some young gentleman in his looked like a college dorm room. Uh, he had on a cutoff sweater. Talking about you know women like that get used and abused or something like that. I don't know. It was really corny, but yeah, it was it was mad corny. But um, but that's that. But that's that's why I kind of feel like that. The, the, this type of music is somewhat needed because on the other side, there are men that rap about like, hey, I'm gonna fly you out. I'm gonna take care of you. You ain't got to do nothing. You fine. So I'm gonna you know pay for your whatever. There's a, there's that other side. There's the other side where there's a woman who's like, "Yo, I know I'm fine. I ain't I don't I ain't got no kind of discernible skill set except this ass. So I'm gonna get all my shit paid for." Like, there are people out there that want to hear that side of the story, and that's what this does. Okay, so we got the next verse. And my personal opinion is, I think this should have been a Megan song featuring Cardi B, right? Because I think they both still win. But like, even if you look, just looking at Megan's first verse, like she comes in the text, right? She got the gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me. Like she, she's on it. She's like, bam, 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 bam. Like she's got a vibe. She's got a pop. Like she's got a pocket. And as you can see with the verse four, Cardi is kind of just like, let me just rhyme some words. Let me just say something very loud in my Brock's accent and be extremely nasty. Like Meg, she's like, nah, bro. I'm about to be the best rapper on this track. I don't care who's on here. So I, I liked her. I liked her flow. I like Meg's flow. This is probably one of the. And again, I, I'm not super deep in the Meg's catalog. I got a couple of songs on her uh, last album on my playlist. Um, 
But I feel like this was probably one of her more stronger verses to me. And I again, I got to go back and do some more research. But I, I did enjoy her second verse. Um, let's see. What else was the Twitter talking about? I liked her flow patterns. Like, she switched up the flow even on her first verse, the way she came out, like, going, like, the, the double-time flow and then kind of slowed it down a little bit. Like, Megan's, like, a rapper-rapper. Like, people kind of try to discredit her, but, like, she's a rapper-rapper. She's a rapper-rapper. Yeah, she's a good rapper. Like, quite like there's 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 other like there's lower tier rappers that aren't rapping like that. And and when I first heard this song, there was a part of me that wished that there was a time machine out there that could either send 2020 Megan Thee Stallion back to 2001 so she could rap on a song with Ludacris, or send 2000 Ludacris to 2020 and let him get on. Because I feel like Ludacris and Megan Thee Stallion, they would make crazy records together because they they both kind of have that same flow pattern and like they this is their this is what they could do like this should be a ludicrous megan the stallion song that's the best who should be on the song or 2000 the 2000 version of ludicrous yeah 20. we should maybe maybe campaign on that but so you go to the next verse and you can just reading it you can tell it's it says cardi b and megan the stallion but i can kind of probably tell where they switch up Look, I need a hard hitter, need a deep stroker, need a henny drinker, need a weed smoker. Okay. Not a garden snake. I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hope it lean over. Okay. Hard hitter, deep stroke. Like, you talking about your husband? Like, I'm going to do the same thing with her that I do to bell rappers. You in here, there's a lot of lies in these raps. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of capping, like. Does off does Offset have a beard? Like no, he does not. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. He she said he got a beard while I'm trying to wet it. Let him taste it. Now he diabetic. Okay. So you're saying that your your Vajayjay is sweet. Okay. Fair enough. I don't want to spit. I want to gulp. I want to gag. I want to choke. And this is this is the bar. This might be the worst bar I've ever heard in my life. The wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. She said, and I quote, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's <laughs> in the back of my throat. <laughs> is there a it's name called, for that thing? It's called a uvula. Wow. Uvula. That is that is hey. the, the scientific term for it. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'd have gave her credit for that. I'd have gave her, gave like, her a bad for Yeah. Uvula. Uvula, like I'm sure she'd have talking about Punita or some shit. I don't know. She'd have made us a wild, nasty verse, but she said my head game is fire, Punani. So if you look at the words Punani and Dasani, it's the same words if you like swap the da and the p, but they don't have the really the same sound pattern, right? But this is what caught my attention, and this is. This is kind of problematic, but like when there's hurricanes, like nobody buys the sunny water. Like that's the water that's still sitting on the shelves, like during national disasters. So maybe you want to refer to your punani as like I don't know Fiji water, literally anything but the sunny. Like the water drinkers will will tell you the sunny is trash. So I you know. The one thing that one issue I have with the, I guess, uh, parties of uh, bars or whatever on this song, and it's kind of the same type of issue that I have with uh, 
Drake on some of his songs, a lot of the bars start out with I. Like it's always I want to do or I did this, I wanted this, I wanted that. And it's just like it's, it becomes repetitive and you're just like, can you say something? Can you start this out with something else? It's like if you just look at the, the lyrics, it's I let him taste it. Now he's uh, diabetic. I don't want to spit. I want to go. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swimming in the back of my throat. Like, I ride on that thing like it's cost behind me. I spit on, my, on the mic now he's trying to slam me. It's like, it's always I, 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 I. It's like, all right, guys. Like, let's look. Her ghost rider was her ghost rider wasn't available. They're like, yo, we need the if first. You, like, listen, we need it done now. You listen to some of these Drake songs. Drake does that a lot too, and that kind of bothers me a, a, a bit too. When he always starts out the bar with the I, and it's like, God damn, like it's almost like when you just keep starting a sentence with like, but it's just like, but this, but that, but like this. Oh, it's it's. It's always so singular. Like you're always just all. You, is that all you can talk about is yourself? That's the only way you can start the song is by talking about yourself and what you want. Like, kind of put it so other people can visualize something else outside of you. You know what I'm saying? Well, real quick, while I'm slandering Cardi B, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna shoot Drake. I'm gonna give Drake the same energy because, like, that whole verse was like questionable. Uh, not enough people slander Drake for what he did and I'll never forgive him for this shit because I had to listen to it because the wife she she likes his album where's where is this shit at on Scorpion right Uh-oh. he has a song called Final Fantasy right <laughs> um, I think I know what you're talking about <laughs> oh they didn't put the ad lib on here nah that's disrespectful put his ad lib in the back put that ad lib on there Actually, uh, oh there it is he said, uh, archback, heart attack, cardiac. I need a nasty, like evil angel, like vivid, you know, nasty, like how they give it, you know, I need you to open that like Kai's kitchen. That pussy sound like waves hidden. That shit. That is oh. the worst. That is like the worst. Oh. Every time I hear that shit, I die laughing like, bro. Oh. 40 didn't be like, yeah, bro. Like, let's, let's go ahead and Let's edit that one out. Boy, yeah, wonder you on this track too. Let's, let's edit that out. And I, and I guarantee he thought he had one there too. Like, yeah, man, I got it with this. With this. I'm a killer. I'm a killer with this. I ain't ready for the ad lib. Jeezy ain't got right. nothing on this ad lib, dog. Bruh, that is disgusting. That is terrible, Drake. You're, you're out of control. That's as worse as that chaining Tatum line. Like, we need to make a list of like Drake's questionable bars because he's, he's got quite a few of them. So, but. Anyways, back to the women folk. Um, yeah, there was some. Uh, let's see, uh, Marcus. He he found interest in the the bottom feeder line. Apparently, the Breakfast Club had an issue with that, and Cardi issued an apology, um, saying Wait, she what? was. Yeah, you didn't see that tweet. No, I don't follow Cardi B. Uh, I have her blocked, but I saw somebody retweet it, but. Um, I guess they were joking. They had like a picture of like Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy's head, like superimposed on the album cover, talking about disrespecting uh, men that eat the booty like groceries or whatever. And then she replied like, "Oh yes, I didn't mean to, you know, offend the uh, the quote unquote bottom feeders and whatnot." So, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I don't really see those guys tweet that much anymore, but that's another story for another day. I didn't know the Breakfast Club was still doing stuff, but. It is what it is, but uh, let's see. 
Yeah, Cardi's verse or Megan's verse is good there. Well, you said what? I don't think I would have apologized for it, but whatever. I mean, it was it was it was a joke. They were they were having fun. It wasn't like super serious, oh, okay. but I'm still waiting for her to apologize about saying the celebrities get paid to say they have coronavirus, which a lot of everybody let her slide for that. Like I've been not hearing nobody on Twitter being serious about shit until she needs to answer for that shit. That's absurd. It is absurd because if a male rapper would have said something that stupid, I'm like, bro, come on, dog. Like, but I think that was part of her her uh, ploy to catch attention because again, a lot of this stuff hasn't stick up until now, where she's attached herself to the biggest, one of the biggest artists out right now. So, and then Cardi's last verse, if we can call it that, um, you know what? I'll let Marcus read this because I've already I've already uh, exceeded my level of unchristianity on this podcast. Um, Talking about bring a bucket and a bop. Yeah, mop yeah, yeah. Uh, bring a bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking wop wop wop. That's some Whap. wet ass pussy. Whap. Macaroni Whap. in a pot. That's some wet ass pussy. You know what she's talking about when she says the macaroni in the pot, right? That's the thing where people make the macaroni and they they stir it up and it makes that noise. And people are like, oh, that's uh, old, old wet pussy Twitter about to come through talking about, oh, that's me right there. That's me right there doing that on their voice notes and stuff. Yeah, you know the vibes. Nasty. Well, I'd say, I'd say, uh, I would say not everybody knows the vibes. So some people uh, <laughs> bring uh, as uh, they bring the... Uh, crafts macaroni and cheese and it doesn't have that mm. uh it doesn't have that type of density to it as the, the homemade so um if you're making uh crafts macaroni and cheese for the potlucks you were excluded in this conversation but yeah i'm i'm curious what happens like i think for this album to be a success i think she's gonna have to do stuff like this attach herself to bigger names i mean it's gonna be successful regardless but again for for whatever reason it's being curated longer because again she's had stuff that hasn't stuck like money was not good i don't care what anybody said that song was not good but um we'll see what happens and again i already predict that a cardi b and flo millie song will come out because apparently flo millie is barty gang so it only makes sense it only yeah, makes, makes sense it, it makes sense well i also i think I'm, I, i've been thinking about it for a minute what what was the most anticipated like sophomore album within the last like 10 years. Cause I think Cardi's gonna be the number, like it, her, 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 her follow-up album is I think the most uh, highly anticipated sophomore album since probably like Get Richard Dice, since 50 Cent. That's what was that, 2004? Oh, definitely uh, highly anticipated. Who? No. Who are you talking about? Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like Kendrick Lamar in the last 10 years, I'd probably say him because, like, I'm not. I don't know because Kendrick, it took, nah, because it took a minute for Kendrick to really catch on. Like, people, like, when Kendrick, when Good Kid Mad City came out and the first single was uh, Swimming Pools, that song, that didn't, that didn't hit. That wasn't a I hit. hated that song. I hated yeah, that lot, song. That almost, that almost made me not listen to it. Like, at the end of it, after it did kind of hit, which was before the second album, people, they were wanting more. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm talking about, like, when Cardi dropped, like, Bodak Yellow was a number one song for, like, months. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Kodak Black. Yeah, and so it, it's it's almost kind of like Fifty Cent within the club. Like in the club was the number one record for a very long time. Kendrick didn't have that. He didn't have that type of hype and build up around his second. Like everybody wasn't checking for Kendrick Lamar's second album. You know, a lot of people were, but I feel like a lot more people are going to be checking out for this. And I guess that's uh, a question for uh, Twitter. Like, you know, what is is Cardi B's sophomore album the most anticipated sophomore album since 50 Cent's sophomore album? Uh, I know you're going to get a lot of hate votes for no's. And I think it might be anticipated, again, for hate listens. People might as well listen to it as slander that's as well. In the that era counts. of streaming, like. <laughs> Because again, like if I had that. to physically, if I had to physically go purchase a lot of these albums, male and female artists, I would never nope. hear them. I nope, would never. it wouldn't. Gosh, I, 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 sure would, I would never would listen to your boy, The Woo. Yeah, we were a lot more selective with our music choices back then because it's like you don't just get a chance to just listen to it, and if it's trash, you did you didn't lose all you lost is your time. Like, well, you could go to Fye back in the day or Best Buy, and they had the thirty seconds. Yeah, you get the thirty seconds per song. But a lot of a lot of people were buying songs and albums off of the strength, like just off of like, oh well, you don't you've been doing this, so I trust you. You know, like I didn't need to, I didn't need to hear a single from Outkast or Jay Z or. Kanye West or anybody like that. Like I knew, like you're dropping an album, I'm getting it. That's it. But like, like you said, there's a lot of uh, new artists that probably wouldn't make it back during those times because you had to put you had to put your money where your mouth was. Like you like this artist, you want to spend twelve dollars on it or twenty. I'm still trying to think. I, I don't think outside of Kendrick, that's the only person that I think you know was had a highly anticipated second album uh since 50 cent like I've, I've really been trying to sit here and think like who because i mean you would your first album would have to catch on enough for then it to be like okay yeah we want some more we want that second album Having that momentum meg's still too new and does she actually have an album no she, she hasn't had a debut album yet okay uh, i don't like that because again I mean, people People will use the argument that mixtapes are the new albums, but then when they want to be like, oh, well, because it didn't pop or it wasn't good enough, it's not her official debut album. Like, I don't know. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, get like more shit. more, more life is like a playlist. If you're reading this, it's yeah, man. Like, if you go to, like, Wikipedia, his What about A.S.A. Like, Rocky? Because he had a really good debut album. I don't remember. Is it Has it been under 10 years? I think it has. Which album are you talking about? We're talking about ASAP Rocky. First album to the second album, which the second album wasn't no good. I don't know if that was under ten years. Well, I mean that's that's been within. I think that would fall on that window, but I just don't know if if that first album was as big a deal as. Nah, definitely not as big a deal as Cardi's. I I think that's. I think that kind of matters though, as far as like the anticipation and build up. Like when you come out the gate. Your rookie, your your debut album, it's just like it goes straight to the top. It's so it's like uh, fucking like Eminem or DMX. Like your first albums are such huge hits. It's it's almost damn near impossible to try to follow that up. Like ASAP Rocky's first album was pretty good, but it wasn't like oh, this is the album that everybody's listening to. Everybody's talking about it. 
Interesting. Oh, you know what? Before we wrap up, real quick shout out. Shout out to the homie Frederick Bricks for Bricks Producer Podcast. Uh, check out his album, oh, yeah, uh, Man, I Forgot Too Much. I remember too much. I'm sorry. Uh, Duval County, Jacksonville, 904 stand up. Old stomping grounds out there. So definitely mess with him. Uh, excellent production. Uh, I think, I don't know if he, I don't know if he considers himself a, a straight up rapper, but more of like a producer rapper. Top tier. I know Jacksonville. If you're from Jacksonville, if you're from North Florida, it's not the type of album you would expect from that region. But but definitely give it a spin and definitely follow the homie at Freddie Bricks. Also, shout out to Mr. Alexius. Um, you know, I don't know if the news has got out, but he's you know single again, back on the prowl. So I'm sure his DMs might be open. So uh, he's a definitely one of the biggest supporters of our podcast. We definitely appreciate him rocking with us. Um, I think that was it. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the most controversial thing, apparently, about this video that I haven't seen yet is Kylie Jenner. Well, what's yeah, Twitter. Apparently, there's a petition out right now to get her off the video. Like there's like 60,000 people that, that took the time out of their day to, to worry about this white woman being in this video. We have people being shot in the streets, protests going on. You know, we have a election coming up. But y'all are taking the time to make a petition about a rap video with people shaking ass to get somebody about the video. And there's think pieces. There's all kinds of nonsense on the internet. But. They did do a lot. There was a lot. And we got to understand, like, this is a money-making business. Like, Cardi B, Cardi B is a brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to, they're going to do whatever it takes to get the most views on her content. And like uh, South Breeze likes to say, to get the machine behind her, get the battery in her back. And this is what that, that's what Kylie Jenner is. Like, if you're one of those people who's like, yo, in the video where they like drop the music and it goes into slow motion and it pans up slowly, like, oh my gosh, who is this? And it's Kylie Jenner. You're like, ugh. Like, maybe that's not who you wanted. But uh, Kylie Jenner has over 100 million people following her on Instagram. So if you're someone like Cardi B or you're you're her uh, label and you want people talking about this music video, you want people checking this video out, throw on Kylie Jenner. I don't know if they did this intentionally knowing that this was going to happen or if they just thought like, hey, she's got a lot of followers. Let's throw her in this thing. Let's see what we can do to get the most popular person on the Internet in our video. Then that's what you're going to do. So I, I get it. I personally could probably name like five other women that would have had more of an impact for black culture. But if you're talking about like, hey, who do you want to put in this video who's going to get the most views? Uh, Kylie Jenner would make the most sense. And the most attention because again, people out here, it, all, hmm, it's one of those things where like all, uh, not all news is good news, but it's like one of those things like, hey, all attention is a good attention in this situation, whether it's good or bad. Like people are still talking about it. It's a buzz. It's spreading. Maybe you're like, oh, well, I haven't seen the video. Well, now I'm going to watch because Kylie Jenner's in it. So now I can get on Twitter and complain about it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it makes sense. It's hashtag strategic marketing. Oh, this is I, this is definitely like uh, like a class, one a master class of strategic marketing, like what Cardi B is doing. It's it's something to to be impressed by with what what's going on here. I wouldn't be surprised if like something else happens. Like, I, and if I was her, honestly, I'd let this song cook. Depending on what happens with you know Corona, because that's still going on. So, if um, I I 
you she's got to have something else ready like she needs to she already needs to know what the next single is going to be like her album needs to be pretty much damn near done at this point like she can't just let she can't ride this isn't a bodak yellow where you can just ride this song for the rest of the year this song is going to be hot for maybe another week or two maybe another month depending on what happens but you need to have the next song ready to go well actually real quick was there a video for the uh, savage remix with beyonce no okay so that song was pretty big and even with that with beyonce being one of the biggest artists in the world that Maybe number-wise not, but it kind of did come and go. You know what I'm saying? But I think because there's visuals with this, it'll stay around longer just because Twitter likes to show clips and express how ungodlyly, ungodlyly horny they are. I don't know if that's a word, but that'll keep it that'll keep it going, at least on Twitter, if that makes sense. So but yeah, that, that makes sense. So one of the one of the people I follow, she was just talking about what Marcus said getting ludicrous on the same track, but I think a lot of people had that uh had that idea of Meg Sashing, but but anywho, we've kind of ran over, but uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Y'all got any shout outs? Uh, you know, shout out to Tribbles, you know, with the Ox DJ, having the playlist always on deck. Uh, shout out to El Chapa. Uh, shout out to uh, just everybody that supports us, everybody that listens. Uh, share with a friend. Uh, leave a review. Uh you know, interact. Like, if you listen to the episode, if you can, try to live tweet it at us. We're very interactive on Twitter, so, you know, hit us up. That's up? Shout yeah. out to, uh, to the homie Adra. She always uh, shows love on Facebook as well as uh, listens to the podcast, so shout out to you. Um, shout out, of course, to El Chapo once again uh, for holding it down from day one, A1 from day one. Uh, shout out to South Breeze for wearing a white do-rag and coming on here looking like the holy saint of molasses. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I want to shout out a couple people. Uh, I just want them to know officially that they are under investigation. Uh, Jif Queen, Amber, Beerless Steve. And uh, there were two other entries added to my list uh, via Marcus Sniffles. Let me get their names on here. What are the, what are these heathens' names on here? Um, what are their names? Matter of fact, I'm adding Nesquik Shea to the list in investigation. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? We have Upscale Butter. Her name is Entanglement Pussy something. Disgusting. Um <laughs> And we have, uh, what is the other young lady's name? Her name is Sentimental Thoughts at Chan Lee. You are all officially under investigation from the Wholesome Game Committee. Uh, I see a lot of tweets, especially from Jeff Queen and Amber and Steve, trying to false flag Wholesome, Wholesome Gang. But uh, my team has done a thorough investigation, and we have files built on all of you guys. Um, the, 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 the findings from these investigations come down soon. I will let you know. And you will have your day on the uh, podcast to, uh, you know, defend yourself. But this it's open and shut cake for a lot of y'all, especially Amber. She's been trying to, you know, say, hey, I can't be held accountable for these tweets for various reasons. And we, we're taking this in consideration. But, Steve, you're out of here. You're up out of here, bro. You're you're probably the most disgusting person I've ever seen on Twitter. And, again, you're, you're under investigation. Wholesome gang. This is KTSC Av. We out. Peace. Nigga, who is Scuba Steve? Like... <laughs>